Is there an imbalance in your brand galaxy? A disconnect between the internal and external message of your brand? Introducing Masters of the Brandiverse, a weekly show where business leaders can find the marketing tools they need to catapult to the next level. Join co-hosts Nick Coleman and myself, Graham Skaggs, as we give you strategies and concepts to successfully build a powerful brand. Welcome to Masters of the Brandiverse. Hi, I'm Nick Coleman, co-host of Masters of the Brandiverse. Have you ever overheard your employees in the hall talking and was completely shocked at what they were saying? In culture, it's not uncommon for people to quickly drift away from the brand that you've built. Maybe you've set out to build a culture of mavericks, a brand that will go against the status quo. Instead, you're finding out that people are playing it conservative and safe. Well, in this episode, we discuss how this can happen and how you can fix it. Join us today to learn how to build a culture that's consistent with your vision. So the third tip is you wanna create a culture where employees feel valued. So the best, the first thing that you really need to do is establish what your workplace values are. Mm, yeah. So for, for example, you might wanna say that our values here is to be accountable. Our values is to make mm-hmm. a difference. Our value is to keep promises. Uh, meet deadlines, help others, be honest. Mm -hmm. So all of those things, all those values are going to come from the top. So people are going to follow, follow what it is that you do, not what you say. So if your value is to be honest, to be transparent within your organization, and you are constantly keeping secrets from everybody, that you're withholding information consistently, well, then the value of your workplace and the value that your employees have, they're not going to be in alignment with the values that you say the workplace is. So they're actually going to be discouraged because they're going to go, you're saying that we need to be honest, but every single time I talk to you, you're constantly lying, you're withholding information, you know, and that can actually affect your culture. Yeah. So like going back into uh, values a little bit, um, uh, I think it's also important to, Sometimes, okay, so for, when it comes to, values are complicated because there's so many values that we take for granted, mm-hmm. right? We take for granted that someone will work hard, that that's expected. We take for granted that I'm supposed to tell the truth. I think when it comes to values, you shouldn't assume that anything is taken for granted and commonly understood. And sometimes sharing your values is stating the obvious. But you got you got to say you got to communicate it because mm-hmm. uh, people might not know that your value is about accountability or trust or hitting deadlines on time, uh, you know, or fostering creativity. Like, for example, one of the areas where there was some miscommunication when I came on board is, you know, as an, uh, a professional, I, I continuously educate myself, but some of my other colleagues um, don't believe that educating yourself while getting paid is something that is okay, right? And so some cultures, you know, they incentivize their employees to read on the clock and become educated. And some cultures, you know, they that's not considered valuable to the company. So you have to kind of answer some of those questions about what's, what exactly is valued in your company. Mm-hmm. Some companies don't want their employees to succeed and do well after they leave, right? Mm-hmm. They want it to be a one-stop shop. But the truth is, 
more and more often people are holding multiple jobs in their lifetime. They're mm-hmm. switching career three or four times. So you can expect people to leave. So if you're not offering people a workplace where they feel valued and where they feel like they can take their career to the next level, they're probably going to bounce to the next place, right? Mm-hmm. But that's goes back into not communicating. So what's the first thing that you can do to establish these values is your onboarding process. Right, yeah. So during your onboarding process, if you're communicating, these are the values that we have within our company, and these are the values that we uphold, then right off the bat, you're setting an expectation with that employee. But here's the thing, you wanna be consistent, you wanna have follow through with that. Mm -hmm. Because that can also be like what you're talking about, you could then have turnover. Because again, you're saying that we need to be, we need to hit deadlines. And then you as the leader is constantly moving to deadlines. Yeah, that'd be frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, so like as we're talking about your brand, the experience someone has with your brand is every single touch point. So what I mean by that, it's not just your customers. It's mm-hmm. again, the people that are working for you, they're, ex- they're having a touch point with your brand. Mm-hmm. And it's all about having that consistency with your brand. Yeah. So again, if I come in and I start working for a company or you hire somebody, what you say your values are, you need to be consistent with that because then they're going to buy into it because you're not only going to talk about it during the onboarding, you're going to talk about it during the interview process. Hey, at our culture, we have a culture that we're collaborative. We have a culture that we don't compete with each other. For example, we compete with other people outside of our organization, just as an example, Mm -hmm. but you're going through your interview process and you're questioning people around these values and if their values align with your company's value. So again, you're setting that, you're setting the groundwork for what your values are the minute that you start interviewing someone all the way to the onboarding and then you're also doing things that are constantly checking in to make sure that these values are being hit. So Mm -hmm. I would do stuff like have surveys do it like once every six months. You don't need to do it every month. Once every six months and start like putting metrics behind. What do you th- scale of one to 10? Are we being, is leadership being transparent? Scale of one to 10 is mm-hmm. leadership hitting deadlines or are you hitting deadlines? Whatever it is that your values are, you're constantly checking in. And then you're meeting with leadership team and going, okay, well, based on the survey, Actually, we're hitting four out of five of these values. Let's now have another um, conversation Mm -hmm. to make sure that we're all in alignment with what our values are. Where are we missing the mark here? Why are we not five out of five? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so tip three, which is communicating your values to your people, Mm -hmm. um, requires one, communicating those values in the onboarding process. Mm Check in regularly to make sure you're meeting those values. And three, make sure you follow through on your values and the way you behave and lead your team mm-hmm. so that they don't look at you and see that you're um, you know, not following through on what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and the fourth thing I would say, if you want to add value or have your employees feel value, you need to really express what is their part of the story of your brand. Because if they have an important role with the story of your brand, how it's being developed, they're going to feel more value. You know, it's like if you know that I have a significant part to play, then it's actually going to give you more purpose. So, again, if you go into like what we're talking about, truly articulating your vision, 
but going even deeper and saying, okay, as you get on board, as you're on board with this company, this is the part you play within that vision. Mm -hmm. You play a very significant role in this vision. So you have to, again, establish the values and establish what Mm -hmm. their role is in the overall story of your brand. And if they start seeing that, they're going to feel immense value. Yeah. So let's say that you're a brand and you're a a company that um, teaches parents how to be better parents to your Mm -hmm. kids. Maybe like, so something we talk a lot about here is um, the the buyer's journey, right? The phases of the buyer's journey, whether you're first learning about a brand, educating yourself about what that brand is, or you're an experienced customer. If you position your employees to be a part of the buyer's journey and then tell them, we feel really valued when you as an employee make our customer feel this way. Mm-hmm. So hey, marketing guy on our team, that blog post you wrote for parents was so full of value for our people and we really value you as an employee and what you did. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you talk to the person who answered the phone, hey, that customer service call, that parent, Julie, felt so valued when she talked to you. Like Mm -hmm. she felt like she could take care of her kids better than before. That's really valuable to us. Mm -hmm. You know, communicate to your employees how they're achieving the larger goals of the company. Mm -hmm. How are they moving people through the buyer's journey? And then how are they contributing and then reward them for yeah. that. Make sure they feel like they're recognized. Like I, I agree. Yeah. You know, you can even, <sighs> I would even say, how are you affecting that customer's life? So mm-hmm. using your example, if you're talking about that parent that's on the other end, like that bit of, that time that you spoke to them about maybe that blog or that bit of information, you help them become a better parent. And in mm-hmm. return, they're now going to have a, a stronger and healthier family life. Maybe you've actually kind of helped with creating some peace, help with really um, helping that family get together and be Mm -hmm. strong because the the time that you spend on the phone with them, helping them through that issue actually is going to affect them in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. So now you can see as an employee, I play a big part of the story here. It's because now I'm on this phone with this customer, I'm now affecting their life. Mm -hmm. So like it could be anything. So if we went back to T-Mobile and this person is frustrated that their phone isn't getting reception or the internet mm-hmm. on their phone is slow, and if you are on that phone call with them, you're friendly, you're kind, you're attentive, you you know, you solve that problem for them without them feeling like, you know, that they're an idiot because they couldn't solve it themselves. Mm-hmm. That person's actually going to get off the phone, they're going to feel better about themselves, they're going to feel better about the experience they had with that yeah. brand. They're going to go, "You know what? I love my phone. I feel like I'm so much more knowledgeable, I'm more educated." Mm-hmm. So that person f- actually leaves that phone call feeling good about themselves yeah and so you've actually affected them in a much deeper way than just solving the issue of their phone right you know so now as an employee i feel value because i'm playing a part of a bigger picture so the last thing i would the last thing i would say if you want to build value right so we talked about that they have to know what they're part of the the bigger vision is or for the entire story Mm -hmm. but you need to also find out what their purpose is, right? So I, I think that's one of those things that's constantly missed mm-hmm. because you're hiring people onto your organization. You just care about the bottom line of your business. I also think it's important that as a master communicator, you need to also find out what is your employee's purpose in their life. How can you get behind that? Mm-hmm. How can you help support them 
and what their purpose is. Because it actually doesn't take away from your business doing that. It actually makes people that have more passion. Because if you know an owner or your leader of your organization is really behind you and your purpose in your life, how much more motivated are you to get up to go to work? How much more right. motivated are you to be productive? Because this person really cares about you. Like, I feel valued that you listen to me. Like, you know, so if I know that I have an employee and, and they are deeply spiritual, for example, mm-hmm. well, then I'm going to maybe help support them in their spirituality. And it could just be anything. It could be, well, maybe I'm going to buy them this particular book or hey I, maybe I ran across this article that I found that would be that they would be really into right yeah so it's little things like that that you can be sending to this employee to let them know like I really care about the purpose that you are trying to achieve in your life mm-hmm. that that again that you're more important than how much money you're bringing into the business mm-hmm. like you are a valuable human being mm-hmm. to our organization into our everyday life because you said it earlier these people spend more time with you than you do with your own family Mm -hmm. so they have to feel valued thank you for listening to masters of the brand averse if you like this episode please subscribe to our channel and hit the like button below in this episode we learned how communicating your brand values gives your employees a clear sense of what's expected of the culture We also discussed how values aren't just your words, they're your behavior. Your values are what you do, not what you say. Be open to this and consistently seek feedback from your team to make sure you embody the values you claim to have. In our final episode of this series, we explore how to identify and reward your employees' efforts so they can manifest the business you've envisioned.